are now listening to the Dad Rules Podcast with your hosts, Mario E. and Kid. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Dad Rules Podcast, where we help you dad better. I'm one of your hosts, Mario E. and Kid. What's going on? Nothing much, man. Just glad to be back on the pod. What you got for today? All right, all right. So today's topic is going to be better safe than sorry. Okay, kid, you want to start us off? Yeah, so better safe than sorry. I don't know, man. I, a part of me as a father, because, you know, we try and speak about things and talk about things from a father's standpoint. A part of me feels like, yes, play it safe. Because I have other people that I have to worry about other than just myself. If I was a single man out here, yeah, I could take all the chances in the world. I could do this, I could do that. I can up and move, I can switch jobs. I can, you know, I can take money out of my account and give it to somebody that really needs it. You can just do stuff like that when you're single. Because as long mm-hmm. as I got enough for me, then I'm good. And if, if it was a bad decision and I can't eat dinner tonight because of the decision I made, then it's just me. I can go to sleep hungry, right? Mm-hmm. But do you let your wife go to sleep hungry? Do you let your son, do you let your daughter go to sleep hungry? It's bigger, man, when it comes to other people. So I feel like it's better to be safe than sorry, but then at the same time, man, when you get into that mindset if I'm that I'm just going to play it safe and I'm not going to take any chances, you get stuck. Yeah. What, what happens when you have a, a vision about a business that you want to get into and you feel like you can change the world with this and you would love it? And you will be so happy, you know, in this new career or this new business venture. But you don't want to take the chance. But if you take that chance, it could change the whole generational, generational track of your family. I mean, you could go from poverty to wealthy in a matter of a generation. All because one person sacrificed. All it takes is one person to yeah. sacrifice, one person to take risks, one person to not necessarily play it safe. And you could change everything. Mm-hmm. And I would be, I would be ashamed or disappointed in myself as a father if if Jonah had dreams that he wanted to achieve or he had goals that he had put out in front of him and he said, well, dad, I'm gonna have to take a chance and do this, but I don't know what's gonna happen when I take that chance. And what if I just told him, son, you got a good job, just play it safe. Better to have some money than no money at all. Which is true, but who wants to put limits on themselves? Yeah. I mean, I feel like as parents, we have pride in just 
telling our kids that they can do and be whatever they want to be. And then it's like, I can sit here and tell him, you can be whatever you want to be. You can do whatever you want to do. Take chances, take risks. Dad, but you never took any risks. That's what I was going to ask you about. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, we have to show them. Take risks sometimes. Like, now I'm not telling you to take your mortgage money and go out here and just start a grasshopper farm and <laughs> selling them online. That's not what I'm saying. But yes, you do have to take chances. I think you have to put yourself in situations where sometimes you got your back up against the wall because I've done that. I'm kind of in, in, in business negotiation right now. Just kind of got my back up against the wall. There's like, this has to work. But when you put your back up against the wall, it's like, I ain't got nowhere else to go. This has right. to work. Right. You have to do this. And me and you've talked about that before and, and things that we oh, yeah. we are we have partnerships um in and we talked about hey you gotta attack it like you have no other choice. I think mm -hmm. that's more valuable to teach your kids instead of go to college, get a good job, and just depend on that company to take care of you for the rest of your life. Right. And that's no disrespect to anybody that loves their job, but it's just not for me. Mm -hmm. What's your take? Yeah, man, so I, I think you said a lot, man. Um, you know, one of the things, like I said, that I was gonna ask you about is, you know, if you're the type that's always playing it safe, then how can you tell your kids to take a chance on something, right? Um, so for me, one of the things I think about is, you know, when, when you talk about better safe than sorry, you know, I think about someone that just kind of plays it safe their entire lives, right? And, you know, they don't take any kind of chances or, you know, maybe they don't dream big dreams, you know, God level dreams to, to do certain things, or maybe they do but they don't ever put something into to to action you know I, I look at you know you and I starting this podcast that that's stepping in that direction right yeah you know we both got ideas and, and things and you know it's 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 putting that into action instead of just sitting back and playing it safe you know because right wrong or indifferent you know we're 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 being transparent when we come on the pod Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're talking about things to, to help other people, you know, and we're leaving ourselves vulnerable, you know, for criticism or scrutiny right. or whatever, you know, and those things, you know, um, to me, that's, that's not playing it safe. You know, when you're putting things on, on the internet to live forever, you're putting things on social media for people to, to thumbs up or like, or not like, or interact yeah. with right um but one of the things you have to to like you you have to listen to your inward witness okay and some people might call it a conscience some 
people may call it your intuition, whatever, whatever that is. But you know, um, whatever you know. You say you call um, it what now? Inside, it may it may be something your inward witness. Okay, and so um, what I say is, you know, let that be your guide, right? And sometimes you may get something bubbling up. It may sound like the craziest thing in the world to do, you know, but it's not, right? It, it makes it's it's it may be something that you should be doing, right? And so, um, you know that that's what I endeavor to teach my son, and you know my my daughter, you know, to be led by that, you know, be to be led by the inward witness. Um, and also, there's nothing wrong with counting up the calls. There's nothing wrong with that. That's wise. That's wisdom, okay? To figure out, okay, if I do this, this is the potential outcome, and, you know, this could happen. To think through those things, right? But, you know, sometimes you have to take calculated risks, okay? That just is just what it is, you know? If you're in any type of business venture, some calculated risks you're going to have to take. One is also think about, and we, we kind of talk a lot um, about sports on here, and stuff mm -hmm. but one way that you can kind of try to convey to your kids to to learn some of these life lessons is sometimes through sports okay sometimes you might have to take a a, a risk not play it safe uh and during a game okay yeah you know if 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 the quarterback is there and you know the read is supposed to be here here and here Sometimes, you know, certain quarterbacks, they get that, mm, I need to take off and run. You know, that may not be the what the play calls for, but you might need to take off and run sometime. On the flip side, you know, I think about, um, you know, great defensive backs like like uh, Ed Reed or Troy Palomalu was one of those that I always looked at as, as taking risks. You know, like they, they jump the play and they say, oh, I think this is going to be a run. You know, I think it's going to be a pass and they drop back in coverage and get an interception. You know, that's not playing it safe. That's actually doing something your coach would probably tell you not to do. You know, um, you know, we were talking the other day, you and I, we were talking about Steph Curry, you know, takes bad shots. And if, if Steph Curry is my favorite player, you, you know that. A lot of people who know me, they know that. But he really does, if you look at it. Like, who pulls up from half court thinking that that's the right thing to do? Right. But he does that. You know what I'm saying? That's not that's not playing it safe. You know what I mean? No. And so you can't always play it safe. And for that reason, he's kind of changed the game of the NBA, especially over the last 10 years or so. You know, with the the the, the three point shot, you know, just kind of revolutionize it. Um, but, yeah, you can't always play it safe. You can't, you know, and if you do, you'll. Unfortunately, you may die with all your dreams unfulfilled, or many of your dreams unfulfilled, right? Yeah. So that that's 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 what I think about when I think about uh better safe than sorry. You don't you want to be safe, but you don't want to be sorry because you didn't take a chance. That's sorry. That's that's, that's I think that's you know the I mean? worst feeling. Honestly, I think that's the worst feeling. I think when you have situations where you have to take a risk and I'm talking about risk where you feel like, okay, this thing doesn't go through. It could set us back a little bit, but if it does go through, 
um, this can push my family forward. And I'm not talking about Lotto, you know, and I use some of the terminology that Dame Dash uses, but he said like, that's Lotto. I'm not talking about like, not calculated plans. I'm not talking about going out here and saying, well, I'm gonna take my whole check. I'm gonna go out here to the casino and I'm gonna play and this is gonna help my family get ahead. No, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about counting up the costs, times that you really planned out everything and you said, hey man, if this goes bad, this could hurt. But I feel like when you do take, don't take those chances and then you say what, what it could have been. If I had to did that, where could we be right now? You know, I think that makes you feel worse than actually taking a loss and saying, hey, I tried it. It didn't work. I know that didn't work. Now let's go try to do something different. Yeah. And then when you were talking about Steph Curry and how uh, Mark Jackson was saying, you know, some of the shots he took were bad shots. And I guess from the grand scheme of things, they were bad shots. But for him, they weren't bad shots. And then, too, you exactly. got to think about the confidence thing that goes with that. You have to have confidence if you're going to be making moves like that in life. Um, yeah. So when you when you get to that point where you want to make decisions and you want to do something different and you talk to your make sure you're talking to your dad counsel. And for those of you that don't know about the dad counsel, that was like any anybody that you can talk to. A lot of times we try and use fathers, but you can use somebody that's a father figure to you. They don't have to have mm -hmm. kids, okay? I don't want that misconception to be there. Your People that are in your dad council, they don't have to be dads. They're just people that you have confidence in. I prefer mm -hmm. that it be heavily, um, I guess, heavily involved or put together with, a lot of men, um, but women do have a place in the dad council. And which I talked to you about that before. My wife is in my dad council. Okay. Right. And I don't, she should be. I don't go to my sister all the time about things, but I do talk to her because she had a son too. And some of the issues that I have with my son, she had issues with her son. So I feel like that now she's getting placed into my dad council. You know, I do talk to my mom about certain things, but it's heavily, you know, I, I got a lot of, you know, men in my dad council. And I right. think that helps. And then too, it can be an uncle or a cousin that you feel like you can get confidence. I mean, um, get advice from. They don't necessarily have to be fathers themselves. But I would say that you need to have an older father in the dad council. You need to have a father that is around your age. And then I would also say, have a younger father that you can mentor with the knowledge and the wisdom that you get. Now, me being a faith-based person um, with playing it safe, I definitely say you have to have faith when you're taking chances. And also talking about counting up the costs. If you've counted up the costs, and like you said, you're taking calculated risks, I don't see anything wrong with that whatsoever. 
as long as okay. you're not jeopardizing the the future of your family. Now, I I, I kind of want to talk too because talk about planning safety. You know, we we relate a lot of things to money, right? And what are your views on life insurance, the idea of saving money and, you know, saving like for retirement? Like what, I want you to tell me what you think about those, um, I guess better safe than sorry principles. And then after you talk about yours, then I kind of want to get my view on it. Okay. So, <clears throat> you know, we, we've talked about these, you know, before, um, you and just you and I, not necessarily on the pod, but just, just you know what I'm saying, just you and I. Um, you know, I think most jobs today, me being in HR, you know, they're not going to offer you a pension like, you know, our parents got or whatever. You're not going to get a pension. They're going to give you a 401k um, and they're going to, they're probably going to match it at a certain percentage and all this stuff. And, and then, you know, you work for this company for 35, 40 years. Sometimes, you know, some people even work even longer and then they give you a nice, go watch and say, thank you for all your services. And here's a couple thousand uh, um, per month for you to enjoy for the rest of your years. That's kind of a sarcastic, simplistic version, but that's, you understand what I mean? Yeah. I know you, um, so, and you get that, right? And, you know, in the big scheme of things, you know, should we put away money for rainy days? Yes. Duh. Yeah, you, you should have some something in some type of account to where if something happens, you got some money that you can get to. Everything that you get shouldn't, you know, necessarily leave out of your hand, right? Not necessarily, no. right? So we we I, I get that. And I, I think you understand that too, right? Um, however, um I think that um it's imperative that you know we're investing our money in the right things. Mm -hmm. um, saving is great. You need to have savings, but um, I think investing um, is something that maybe is something most a lot of people don't talk enough about. You know, yeah. Yeah, there's plenty of things to invest in. You can invest in real estate, which, you know, you you can definitely speak to that. Um, you can invest, um, you know, in, man, geez, a, a whole lot of different things. You can start a small business, you know, with something that you got, you know, a, a, a passion for. Start a small business. You know, we talked about lemonade stands before, you know, maybe it's a food truck, whatever. You can, you, you can accelerate your growth by investing your money in certain things, right? Yeah. If you just kind of leave it somewhere saving, you know, it's, it may not be, may not be doing enough for you or whatever. Uh, uh, you, you understand? I know I you understand. I understand that. totally what you're saying. And, yeah. And, and, <laughs> yeah. 
Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I'm just saying, like, I, I know we don't we're not trying to turn this podcast into a um financial or money podcast, but let's just face it, man. Being a part of a dad, being a dad, part of it is just money. A, a lot of part of it is money. You know, you're you're looked at to your kids don't ask where you're getting the money from. They just say, Daddy, I want this or Daddy, I need this. Yeah. Um, you know, when they're born. Unless your wife is breastfeeding, you got to go get the Similac, man. Yeah. And it ain't cheap. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You got to get diapers. Yeah. You got to get diapers. So You got to get all I, that. I mean, I, I get it. I get it. And, you know, with life insurance, I feel like it's great, you know, and even getting term life insurance, if you can't afford whole life insurance, I think it's great. Um. But all of that is because you haven't accumulated wealth. Now, people that have accumulated wealth, you don't necessarily have to get involved with life insurance because you got a lot of assets or assets that are performing that you don't necessarily have to have a big life insurance policy. But when you die, then your family will be um, taken care of. Um, right. And then looking at saving money. And I, I kind of feel like you feel like I'm not really into the 401k, you know, the jobs, the job that I have, you know, that's provided. And yes, I invest in it. But at the same time, I'm not like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna put this money up in there. I can't wait till I retire at 67 years old to get this money, these few thousand dollars a month to take care of me for yeah. the rest of my life. Yeah, I'm and not, then I can travel the world. And then I can do all these nice things that, you know, I want to do. I'm not looking forward to that. I want to travel the world when my kid is still young. That's, that's me. You know what I'm saying? That's how I feel. And, and then another thing, don't want to really get into politics or whatever, but why save something that they're printing every day? Our money was taken off the gold standard in 1970. Mm -hmm. So they just print what they need, print what they want. Why are you saving it? <laughs> <laughs> it it's just going to be printed some more tomorrow. And you you hit it right on the head. Invest it. And, and, and Dame Dash says it. Robert Kiyosaki, he says it. He says, um, I'm broke right now. I have no, I, I, I have assets performing, but I'm broke right now because I don't have capital on hand because my money is always being put back into investments. And those yeah. are special tax benefits that come with that as well. Yeah. So it's like by playing it safe, you're not really playing it safe. That's the crazy thing. By yeah. saying, I'm going to work this job and I'm going to take this 401k and then something happens to the stock market and then... You saying you're playing it sorry when you're not doing that. Is that what you're saying? 
I'm not like I said. I hear you. I, I hear you. Everybody, everybody's do, does something different, and I'm not shining or saying anything is wrong. Do what you feel is right, but I'm just saying, right. if you don't, if you put, I guess if you put all your eggs in one basket, then yeah, you are playing it sorry. So if you have a 401k, then maybe you need to find something else that you are going to be saving for your future too. Right. You know, whatever it is, I feel like you need to just have more than one thing uh, going for you. Yeah. And then the saving for retirement thing, like I said, if you have enough performing assets, you got a business here or you got real estate working over here, what are you saving for retirement for? Those assets are performing monthly. Yeah. So why should I need, why should I need a million dollars for retirement? If you accumulating $20,000 a month. Right. You taking care of all your expenses. You don't need that lump sum. See, that's the facade that's put out there, but Hey, we're not here to go all into that. Right. But I'm just looking at, you know, we're talking about better safe than sorry. And I just feel like playing it safe is playing it sorry. You know, I gave points on both sides, but mm -hmm. at the end of the day, playing it safe is playing it sorry. Yeah. You have to take chances in life. And you don't want your kids to grow up and scared to take chances and always trying to play it safe. Yeah. And I thought about, I was talking about Steph Curry and I meant to talk about, um, you know, my nephew, Tim, you know, he played division one football. Right. And on, on that team, he was playing with a defensive lineman that was drafted in uh, the first round. I think he was like in the top five picks. So yeah, he was top five. Yeah. yeah. He was the best defensive end in the country. And he talked about experiences of playing with this guy. And he talked about how, like, he, sometimes he'd be lined up behind him in whatever formation that they had. And he would look back to Tim, and, and um, I'll go ahead and say his name is Bradley Chubb. He plays for the Denver Broncos right now. He would look back to Tim, and he would say, um, I'm about to do something. Whatever I do, I need you to have my back. So in other words, I'm going off my instincts. I'm not doing necessarily what coach is telling me to do. I'm going to take a risk, but it's going to be a calculated risk because I'm depending on you that if I go left, then you need to cover me right. You get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, for sure. So that's just, man, we have to be like that in life. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, and, and some of you guys, y'all may feel like that you don't need a partner in life, but that's why I feel like it's important for our wives to be our teammates. And I know they say that behind a good man is always a, it's a good wife or a good woman, but I do feel like that we're standing side by side in this thing. Mm -hmm. Now, when it's yeah. time to step forward, I'm the one that steps forward first and she steps beside me. But if I'm going left, then she needs to be covering me right. If I'm going right, then she needs to be covering me left. Right. And you guys have to effectively work like a pair of scissors and cut this game up. Got to have your partner in crime, man. <laughs>
Yeah, that's right. That's right. But not necessarily in crime. You know, we, I know what you we're mean. law abiding citizens here on yeah. the Dad Rules podcast. That's right. We, we break no laws. <laughs> yeah. But, but yeah, um, like you said, man, it's just, um, you know, like, like I said before, you know, and to me, you know, I was talking before about, you know, the inward witness or whatever. And, you know, that for those that don't know, that's what, you know, sometimes they refer to in the Bible as the Holy Spirit. Right. And so you have okay. to be led, you know, you have to be led by the Holy Spirit to me. I'm, I'm a faith. And so um, that's what you have to do. And you have to let the Holy Spirit be your guide in whatever it is that you do. Um, I can I can talk about plenty of things where, you know, I've, I've, I've heeded to uh, what the Holy Spirit wanted me to do. And it sounded crazy. It looked crazy. It didn't yeah. sound like, what do you, I mean, to, on the outside, on the outside, it may look crazy. Yeah. Whatever, but, you know, to, to me, no, it was, it, it made perfect sense. Now, well, no, not all the time, because sometimes it's like, really? But you, you get that feeling, you're like, okay, I know. Okay, you know. And so then there have been times where, you know, you don't listen. And, you know, and it, it's, you know, sometimes it's nothing. Sometimes you may see how something could have been, you know. So, uh, yeah, but you need to make sure you're doing that, just being led. And, you know, when, I mean, you're being led like that, you know, sometimes it's going to be, sometimes it's going to look safe. Sometimes it's not going to look safe, but if you're being led in that way, you, you, you go, you know, you've been led the right way. Yeah. So. And I, I agree with you. And we have to, we have to be unashamed about our strategies that we use as fathers. That's your strategy that you use as a father. And I agree with you. Some other people, they may have something they might, they might be getting advice from their dog or their cat or, or, or brother rock. You know what I'm saying? You remember that episode? <laughs> you remember that episode on Martin, man, where he was talking about brother rock? Yeah, yeah, oh, I think I remember that. Yeah. yeah. But like <laughs> people do different things and they try and make you feel like that the way they do things is better than the way you do things and not so. Yeah. We led by the Holy Spirit. That's right. You take it how you take it. That's right. <laughs> but yeah. But um, man, that's that's good, man. I think it was a good conversation. Um, yeah. I think a lot of guys are looking for, you know, how to manage that. Yeah. Because they may be in a place right now in their lives that I don't know what to do. And I'm afraid because I got three kids I got to take care of. And I got a wife and I got a mortgage that I got to look after. Like right now I can't afford to take a risk. And I'm like, there's a calculated risk you can take. Absolutely. You just Absolutely. gotta, you just gotta think about it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, man, that's, that's awesome. So you got anything else? No, I'm just going to tell the guys, man, just let us know, man. What do you think about that? You know, as far as, you know, uh, is it better to play it safe than sorry or, or not? Let us know. Let us know in the comments. All right. Well, this is the Dad Roots Podcast. Got Mario E and Kid, guys. We want you guys to like, share, subscribe. Um, let's get this word out there. Catch you guys next time. Peace.
Thank you for listening to the Dad Rules Podcast with your host, Mario E. and Kid. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Also, follow and like us on Facebook and Instagram. You can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Breaker, and Player FM. Till next time.